100% Real with Lisa Cabrera. Ladies and gentlemen, racist language is written in deeds all across America. Deeds that clearly state that homes cannot be rented, leased, or sold to Blacks. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, it is so many deeds out there written like that. It can't be cleaned up. It's almost impossible for them to clean all of these deeds up now. So you may actually buy a home and that language is in the deed of the occupant before you. I'm going to go ahead and play this audio for you from CNN. You're about to hear racist language that exists today in the deeds to a house here in Beverly Hills. Said premises shall not be rented, leased, or conveyed to or occupied by any person other than of the white or Caucasian race. Turns out, Beverly Hills is very far from alone in this. We found the same language in Beverly Hills, North Carolina, where the county register found this in the deeds to his own home. The land and buildings shall not be leased or sold or conveyed to a Negro or any person of any degree of Negro blood or any person of known bad character. And there's no way to read that that doesn't make your stomach churn. Here's one in Washington, D.C., also barring any colored person or Jew. And in Seattle's Broadmoor, any person of the Ethiopian, Malay, or any Asiatic race. In Southgate, California, it's 100% Caucasians only, with one exception. But if persons not of the Caucasian race be kept thereon by a Caucasian occupant, strictly in the capacity of servants, so perfectly fine for us to be servants uh, and kept uh, in these houses. Turns out this language is everywhere. Pretty much every community in the country um, is going to have racial covenants. Illegal since 1968, but the language remains in black and white. Could be lurking in the deeds to your home. I paid very good money for this house, and this has to come along with it. It's ridiculous. Absolutely, the language should be removed. These covenants became popular in the 1920s to create strictly white and wealthy neighborhoods. Their impact remains today. Here in Beverly Hills, the black population is still just 1.7%. And many black and brown Americans still feel the economic hit of being denied access to lucrative property ladders. But why hasn't this language at least been removed? Number one, the time and money it would take to wade through millions of property records to find defensive language and cut it out. 
Number two, the law, which states that you can't just cut stuff out of historic legal documents like these. Here in California, State Assemblyman Hector de la Torre tried and failed to pass a bill in 2008, full removal of racist language whenever a house is sold, which leads us to number three, opposition. I got a lot of pushback. They're already illegal. The red tape, it'll cost too much. Then Governor Arnold Schwarzenegger praised the effort, but vetoed the bill. Finally, number four, even among those who hate this language, disagreement. As a historian, I am very opposed to that idea. We need to know where these restrictions um, were put in place if we're, if we're ever going to actually dismantle the system of racism in a, in a logical, consistent way. We don't need um, to maintain that language indeed for us to understand the history of where we've come from. I liken it to the old signs by the, by the bathrooms and the water fountains in the South. What if they just left them up? and said, oh, just ignore the signs. You can just, you know, but we'll leave the signs. That's what this is. So ladies and gentlemen, you know what? There would be people that don't want the language off, especially if their neighborhood looks a certain way. They want it to stay that way. But you see how deep the racism really was in America to the point where they wrote it in deeds. Now we know they historically had signs up for white only, black only. They had road signs up that said, blacks need not stop here. So we shouldn't be surprised if this kind of language about keeping us out of their neighborhoods, unless you're in a form of some servant, <laughs> that should not be of any shop. This is the fabric of America. This is who and what America was in the past and still is to this present day, ladies and gentlemen. So they had no shame about this kind of stuff and they didn't care. And in my opinion, it's highly doubtful that all of these deeds will be rewritten. It would just take too much time and effort. They'll more than likely let it go. So historically, we know about redlining, you know, from especially we've hear we, we've heard about it in the recent stories on Michael Bloomberg. But this goes way deep. And it's something that they claim stopped in the 60s. I wouldn't doubt if we looked at deeds that came out in the 70s and 80s and it would still be there. You know, whenever this country tells you they stop doing something, I don't all the way believe them. I really don't. And you can't be shocked that this stuff exists when you look at the legacy of the entire country. Now, there are those that will call us racist for talking about this. Talking about this does not make you a racist. What makes you a racist are the people that carried this stuff out and made sure it was written into deeds. Those are your racists. I'm afraid you can't pass that on to anyone else. But ladies and gentlemen, I'm sure you will let me know how you feel in the community tab. I want to thank you for stopping by and listening to my podcast, ladies and gentlemen. 
and those of you that are supporters of my podcast, I deeply thank you. If you are not a supporter of this podcast, definitely please consider becoming one. Peace, family.